Good evening, IT entrepreneurs, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Joe Panateri, content czar for AfterNines.com. Thanks for joining us each Tuesday night at 9.01 p.m. Eastern and sometimes in between. Now, on to podcast episode 42, my conversation with Sysdig CEO Loris DiGioni. We discuss the growing popularity of container technologies such as Docker. Plus, we explore how Sysdig will help you to monitor and manage containers remotely without overloading those systems with heavy software agents. Finally, Loris describes how Sysdig will leverage more than $7 million in new funding to expand its business. Loris, nice to be talking to you. Hey, Joe. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it, especially on such a busy week for the company. Hey, let's start with the big picture for our listeners who have not heard of Sysdig. What is the company's market focus? Uh, yes, so uh, we uh, are based uh, our company on the idea that the IT world is changing. The way we write our application, applications is changing, you know? Um, Applications are becoming more dynamic. They are becoming more destructured. Uh, they are becoming uh, flexible. They are becoming microservice oriented. Think about uh, something like I don't know an, an app that we use uh, every day, like like Uber. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we love it. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's great. Uh, everybody uses multiple uh, uses it multiple times a day. Well, you know, Uber is sort of like the mix of uh, different uh, services uh, that are that are put together in a single app. You know, uh, a, a mapping service, a voice over IP calling service, uh, a chat and uh, uh, user interactions. Uh, uh, interfacing service, so it's uh, like uh, these services are taken from different places and and, and they're put together. You know, so applications become flu become more fluid, they, they become more dynamic, they become uh, they are deployed uh, and, and put together from uh, from different entities. Yeah. Um, so so, this so if, if I'm if I'm the end user there, it's a great experience for me. But it sounds like for the developer and the company that's launching these apps, it's really complicated. You know, you've got all these services running all over the place. So are you helping to simplify that? Yeah, so it's becoming uh, more uh, more complicated. It's becoming more dynamic and more fluid. And it also, by the way, brings benefits to to uh, the developers and the companies that, that are deploying the application because you can have better applications that go to market faster. But you're right, it's more complicated. Uh, uh, infrastructures are becoming fluid. They're becoming dynamic. Uh, and uh, uh, especially, you know, now, like, containers are becoming, uh, like, the key... Uh, infrastructural piece that is enabling this, that is enabling this, uh, this revolution. Containers are great. Mm. Containers are taking the world by storm. Uh, companies, small uh, and big, are adopting containers and, and, and are sort of jumping on it. Uh, it's exciting. It's a great, uh, great time, you know, for being in, in IT because it's a big revolution similar to uh, the revolution that is, uh, that, uh, a revolution that happened, uh, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago with uh, uh, virtualization. Mm -hmm. Or five years ago with cloud computing, you know, there's a new way to to write our applications, and this is great. Yeah. So, 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 explain that a little bit to me. I want to ask a two part question. Number number one, tell me a little bit more about this container world you're talking about. Um, some people, obviously, a lot of people have heard of Docker, but I don't think a lot of people understand what's going on in the overall container world. That's part one. And then part two is where does Sysdig play in that world? How do you help me in this new world of containers? Yep. Uh, that's a great question. And uh, containers, uh, uh, 
started initially a bit like a lighter, a, a lightweight way to do a virtualization. So, you know, you think about virtual machines uh, and something like VMware, it's uh, uh, something that we know very well. Well, containers uh, uh, allow to get a similar result, uh, but uh, in a much more uh, lightweight and efficient way, so they enable uh, um, a much more density and much more efficient use of your infrastructure. On the other hand, nowadays, containers are much more than that. They are uh, a way uh, to write better applications because uh, Docker and other companies uh, in the space are doing a lot of work, not only uh, on uh, like just the execution of your applications in an, in an isolated environment, but on the deployment, on the or orchestration, on the communication, on the scalability, and so on. So um, Docker is great, and it's really enabling uh, you know this uh, better way of writing application, this microservice way of writing application that I was uh, mentioning before. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, as I was saying, it's great, uh, but uh, it's a really new technology, and as any new new technology, it can, comes from uh, you know a very new ecosystem, and uh, usually. Uh, when a new ecosystem like this uh, comes out in the IT landscape, uh, many things need to be reinvented. For uh, virtualization or for cloud computing, people need to, to work on reinvented storage, networking, security, all these components that uh, you know were maybe good enough before, but they just didn't work well for you know when people switch from physical servers to virtualized servers. Same with uh, containers. We are reinventing visibility. So SysDig is reinventing visibility. SysDig is the first company that is uh, uh, coming uh, to the market with a container native uh, product that is uh, uh, being created, started from a blank sheet of paper, thinking how we can do, you know, uh, visibility uh, in a way that is really, you know, uh, uh, adapted and created for the container world. So, so is this uh, a, when, when you say visibility of the containers, is this like a monitoring service that, that lets you track the containers and the application contents in the container? It's monitoring, uh, it's uh, uh, many things that have to do with uh, monitoring uh, uh, and uh, um, uh, seeing, you know, inside uh, uh, a container infrastructure and the applications that are inside this container infrastructure. For example, um, uh, alerting, for example, deep troubleshooting, for example, uh, uh, topology mapping, because one uh, peculiarity that is very important about container infrastructures is that they are very fluid and very dynamic. So we put quite a bit of effort in our product uh, uh, to be able to uh, display uh, topologies of a very fluid and, and fast-changing environments like the container ones in real time. This is all based on uh, a set of uh, patent-pending technologies that we uh, created. And one thing to... Uh, underline and stress about this is that uh, this is all uh, achieved uh, with uh, no instrumentation and no modification to your container. So mm -hmm. typically containers are very lightweight entities. We were comparing them to virtual machines before and saying they, they use less resources. And this is because containers are in quotes, smaller than virtual machines. They have less stuff inside. They run on top of, of Linux instead of, in, instead of running on top of the hypervisor. So they don't need like an operating system to run them. This is all great, but that also means that they need to be very simple. And uh, so monitoring becomes complicated because you cannot just, you know, deploy a, an agent, a, a, an additional piece of software for monitoring. It's, it just doesn't scale, you know. You can have... Uh, 
100, 200 containers on a machine, uh, putting an agent inside each of these containers just doesn't work well. In addition, uh, uh, these containers sometimes are downloaded and composed by downloading them from things like the Docker Hub, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it's just not practical to have to install another piece of software ins inside the container before using it. So our patent pending technologies wants to revolutionize the way you, you think about monitoring uh, by enabling monitoring to consist just in deploying another container in your containerized infrastructure. And that's it. Okay. Uh, now, so let, let me see if I understand how it's set up, though. Now, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, this, this Sysdig monitoring service for, for uh, the, the containers out there, this is SaaS-based, right? Am, am I running, basically, am I logging into a dashboard in your SaaS cloud, and then I'm able to see my containers regardless of where they exist? So, um, in terms of what you need to do, first of all, uh, you just uh, download and install our container. It's a, it's a one-liner. Uh, this can be installed uh, in uh, any uh, infrastructure that is, uh, is container-based. Uh, once you've done that, uh, essentially we start collecting data. We start collecting data on uh, uh, the application, on the infrastructure, on the containers themselves, but we also recognize what's inside the containers and we start monitoring that. Mm -hmm. So that's the important part. That's the differentiator. Um, at that point, once we start collecting this data, which is done, as I told you, through a patent-pending technology, uh, you can consume this data through a web interface. This data is collected in a centralized place so that you have an end-to-end -end view on your application, on your microservices, and uh, on your container infrastructure. Uh, this uh, web interface uh, can either be consumed as software as a service, so you connect to our website and you see the interface, or uh, depending on the type of customer, it can also be deployed in their own infrastructure, on-prem, as mm -hmm. they say, so that uh, they can have uh, you know, their own version of our service inside their own data center. And as you can imagine, this is very important for uh, um, like more traditional businesses uh, that are maybe concerned with having their uh, uh, sensitive application data uh, on the cloud. Yep, yep. Now, let's rewind a little bit, because on the one hand, you're announcing some Series A funding this week, and I do want to talk about that, but I don't want to get to it yet. I want to rewind. What, what was the original inspiration for the company? When, when, did you, uh, when did you or the team come up with this concept and begin work on this? Yeah, uh, we started our company at the same, at, at the same time when... Um, uh, other companies in the container space like Docker and CoreOS were, were essentially starting and starting gaining the early traction. And we immediately recognize, again, the game-changing opportunity here. You know, containers, uh, uh, since the beginning, started shaping as something very exciting and something as a new wave in IT, you know. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, the things are, are definitely more clear now, you know, definitely. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, now it looks obvious the world needs yeah. to monitor and manage Docker or, or containers, but you saw it pretty early, huh? Yeah, and uh, on the other hand, we come from a strong uh, uh, monitoring tradition. We come from a strong open source tradition. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been, I've been working, uh, my previous company was the, was the company behind a very well-known open source project called uh, Wireshark. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so we were like, okay, you know, we want to be part of this. We want to bring our expertise uh, to this new world. We, want to, we just want to, you know, to be part of this exciting journey. And that's uh, how it started. And we started from the question, you know, okay, uh, uh, based on the fact that for the moment containers don't really have 
a satisfactory visibility and monitoring solution, actually based on the fact that containers don't have a monitoring visibility solution now, can, mm-hmm. we, can we build one starting from a clean sheet of paper? And that's, uh, that's what we've done, and that's what we're bringing to, to, to the market uh, this week, and, uh, and we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, now, now when you say you're bringing it to market this week, is this something that I could try right now, or is it available as a paid service? What, what are the first steps in terms of engaging potential customers and letting them try it? Yes, so let's, let me first uh, uh, tell you a bit uh, about uh, our dual strategy because I was telling yep. you that uh, I come from an open source background. So even with Sysdig, since, since the beginning, we focused uh, a lot on bringing something not only as a commercial product to, to our users, but also solid value in terms of uh, an open source asset. And this is uh, our uh, open source uh, SysDig, which is a command line tool that we released around a year ago and has uh, already gained uh, pretty nice traction. And we have, uh, we estimate uh, we have hundreds of thousands of users for, for open source SysDig. Mm-hmm. This is a great tool that I really suggest uh, uh, our listeners to, to go and try. You just go to our website and you deploy it. It's command line. It looks a bit like a top or top, but it's designed for containers. It gives you very deep metrics. It lets you drill down inside the container. It's very fun to use. It's really, really cool to use. And this, this is the open source side. And, and, and as I mentioned, we have a decent uh, uh, adoption there, and, and, and the community has embraced us nicely. The commercial product, uh, we are still in beta. Uh, you will be able to purchase uh, the product officially from uh, uh, July 14th. Mm-hmm. At the same time, um, we do have uh, already a sizable amount of beta users, and uh, we have uh, uh, also a, a nice amount of paying customers. We have uh, 30 to 40 paying customers at this point. Yeah. So despite the fact that uh, we haven't officially launched the product yet, we tried, of course, and as any good startup, to uh, interact with our users essentially since day one. And in the meantime, we matured the product uh, uh, using uh, our users' feedback as uh, as, uh, as our guideline, and uh, and now uh, we are launching with uh, yeah few tens of uh, of users uh, uh, already using our product. That's great. Now now these early adopters, these early users, are they mostly IT managers or IT executives, or are they from the DevOps side of the house? Where do they fit into the story? We see uh, a bit of everything. Actually, if we have to categorize them, I would split them uh, into. Uh, very early container adopters that are um, already maybe using containers uh, in production and uh, they've uh, or they started using containers maybe you know a decent amount of uh, time ago like a year ago or something like that they uh, they are prepared they've uh, already gone through you know through battles uh, and uh, uh, they are essentially uh, using our product because uh, uh, it's the only one that uh, enables them to finally gain visibility in their production infrastructures. And then we're, we're talking to a bunch of people, including some paying customers, that uh, uh, are uh, at the first stages. You know, containers are uh, at the very beginning. They are uh, a new technology, and people are evaluating them. And some people are, for the moment, using them, you know, like in lab deployments, so that they, first of all, they uh, are cover that when they're experimenting with them with good visibility and then when they when they switch to production they are ready and they have uh, a, a solid and tested uh, visibility solution so uh, i can see these two stages you know of uh, adoption for uh, for uh, uh, container users u- usage and, and that's reflected in in our current customers excellent excellent now tell me a little bit more about the series a funding which i uh, i hinted about i believe you raised uh 10.7 million dollars in this round and i think total funding 
saying maybe somewhere around 13 million, give or take. I, I forget the exact number. But um, what are your key priorities for the money? Um, conquer the world, number one. Uh -huh. uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, we're very happy uh, to have uh, yeah, raised from uh, two very reputable and supportive uh, um, venture capital firms, uh, Excel Partners and Bain Capital Ventures. Uh, that's, uh, you know, sort of a validation for us of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, in, ter in terms of uh, the use uh, of the money, um, first of all, my key priority, I'm the CEO of the company, but I'm very much product-oriented. I'm a strong believer that... Y yeah, you sound like you know, you're an, are you on, Are you an engineer at heart? Uh, very, very much. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I still love writing code. Mostly, probably introducing bugs in our product, <laughs> and in, in, in our open source uh, solution. But uh, I think I, I really love it, uh, and 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 I really think you know it's the core of of, of building a great business. So, yeah. first way you know to invest. Uh, um, that we we will invest our money is uh, we want to keep having the best container visibility product in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we are receiving very positive feedback about uh, our open source offering and our commercial offering, uh, but we have uh, a string of pretty exciting container related features that are coming uh, to our product uh, in the next weeks, in the next months, and hopefully in the next year. So we want to keep it going there, and we want to invest in having the best engineering team and the best product. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just we believe we are just at the beginning there so even if the product is already pretty unique we want to do much more and then uh, of course keeping investing in open source sysdig uh, we love our our community because um, uh, it's uh, where we learn you know containers uh, are uh, are new they are exciting that also means that sharing uh, what we know about them, but especially learning about them with the community is something that we really want to do and that we want to invest in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that also means that we want to go where people talk about containers. So that's another way we will use our money, you know, to participate uh, to, you know, conferences, meetups uh, and talk about what we're doing, but also listen uh, to what other people are doing and listen to the uh, community tells us. And then, you know, of course, solidify our brand, invest in marketing, invest in sales. We're seeing... Uh, uh, positive uh, signs there, uh, but we want to keep the moment the, the momentum going. So this is you know how we want to invest our money. Great stuff. Now, hey, now by the way, where are you based? Where where is the company headquarters? The company headquarters is uh, uh, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, uh, we uh, are a distributed team, and uh, we have uh, team members also in Europe. In particular, as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm, I am coming from Italy. So uh, we have uh, a decent number of team members uh, in Italy. Fantastic. Now, what about your early adopters? Are they mostly uh, U.S. companies, or are you seeing uh, customers pop up all over the globe uh, based on the fact that you're SaaS-based? Um I would say um, international, of course. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we are we are a U.S. company, so uh, a lot of uh, users and customers in the U.S. But one of the uh, things that I love again, I, I've done open source for quite a bit now, and Sysdig uh, um, is strongly based on open source, which means that uh, open source tends to create communities that uh, go across borders. You know. Mm -hmm. And so, clearly, since the beginning, since the moment we released uh, the open source SysDig, we had, uh, you know, uh, users and friends and people uh, talking about us uh, in every country, Europe, uh, Asia, uh, South America, Australia, and so on. And that also reflects, because as you can imagine, uh, uh, users of our commercial product then 
several of them are coming uh, from uh, the previous usage of uh, our open source tool. So uh, we managed to, to have uh, conversations with uh, different parts of the world, and, uh, and yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Hey, you know, you've already touched on uh, some of the key priorities for the rest of 2015 when we were talking about the Series A funding. But but tell me a little bit more. Um, it, it sounds like uh, among the priorities is, is certainly continued engineering, but also uh, it sounds like the beginnings of a, a marketing initiative. Are, uh, so I guess my question is this. Are you starting to round out your team membership in terms of uh, the types of executives you're re recruiting into the company as you push forward for the rest of 2015? Yes, of course, uh, you know better than me that uh, uh, team is uh, one of the most important things uh, for, uh, uh, for a company at any stage, especially at this stage. So uh, for sure, one of the most, most important things and one of the most important goals for 2015 is finding the right people that you know enable us uh, to keep growing uh, the way we've been growing until now and hopefully even accelerating this growth. We want, uh, you know, uh, uh, to expand our team in different ways, starting from, uh, you know, uh, people that uh, can help us build the best possible product, but also people that uh, enables, uh, enable us to go to market uh, in the best possible way, have our brand recognized, uh, improve our, uh, our sales, and so on. So uh, definitely, that's uh, one of the top three priorities for, for our company in 2015. Fantastic. Well, Loris, I wish you a lot of luck out there as you continue to grow the business. Thank you so much for sharing the story the very week of your Series A funding announcement. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you very much, and it was uh, really great uh, to, to be here. To appear in a podcast and discuss your business strategy, contact Amy Katz for sponsorship information. That's amy at afternines.com. Remember to visit afternines.com daily to read our latest blogs or to subscribe to our newsletter. And remember to join us every Tuesday night at 9.01 p.m. Eastern for Good Evening IT Entrepreneurs. I'm Joe Panateri, signing off for afternines.com.